We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Chat of the Wild. In this season, we are playing through The Legend of Zelda, A Link Between Worlds. In our last episode, we completed our first dungeon over in the Eastern Palace, which then sparked a whole bunch of bad things going wrong. This is where the game, uh, we'll, we'll get to it about halfway through this episode. The game really opens up in, oh, yeah. in a way no other Zelda game has. Yeah, absolutely. By far. It's the Great Plateau. We've done the Great Plateau. And then, yeah, well, we'll get to it. Yeah. We've brought this up before, but it's very apparent now. This game does not hold your hand. It really just tells you to just explore. They say they give you two marks to uh, different places to go, but you can't reach either of them no. at this time. Uh, you can go to the bottom, uh, the the southeast part, and uh, there that's where I can't remember the name of that dungeon originally uh, or what, what was over there before, but uh, it's surrounded by water. So we can't access that at all. You can explore a lot around it, especially now that we have our ability to stick up against the wall. Which I don't know about you. I kept forgetting I had every time I turned the game on. I was just like, well, this is impossible. <laughs> oh, no, of course, the thing I can do in this game, the main thing. I just kept forgetting I could do thing. it. <laughs> well, that's the brilliance of like any like good sort of puzzle mechanic is it's 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 this game is, you know, you have to learn how to factor that mechanic into your puzzle solving because and it, because it's so different it's a, such a different way of thinking you know of solving puzzles yeah. especially in a zelda game and i just kept forgetting <laughs> the thing that kept reminding me is anytime I, anytime i saw like prison bars mm. because i immediately knew those bars no bars can hold link back at this point anymore no. Uh, and so I would see those and then get reminded because, yeah, I did the exact same thing. You turn this game on, uh, which I also before we like get into the game as it is, I just want to say the 3DS is just such an interesting system. Yeah, it's mad. I turned it on and I was like, what is this number at the top with the footprint next to it? Right. There's a pedometer in this thing. Mm that they encourage you to walk with it and they would give you coins yep. and you could spin those coins on little things in games. Yeah. And it's then, so and that's weird. how you meet people on the street pass plaza. Like, yeah, that was magical when that actually happened. Like for real, like if it was in my, like how they advertised it. Oh, it's in my backpack as I'm going on the train and I've passed somebody who's also got very rarely, it would actually happen like that. It would always be like, Oh, my mates come over and he's got his three DS. So bing, I get a few pings. I remember once though I was at a uh, a uh, uh, like an expo and um, mm -hmm. I had my 3DS with me and like I, just, I had to keep clearing my queue because like after you get like a, a queue of like ten probably uh, it was like we can't have any more so I had to keep logging on and I ended up getting hundreds that day I didn't get anything done. They, but... <laughs> 
there was there was a comic book convention uh five six seven years ago uh my ex-wife and i went to and we both had our own 3ds's and we just sat in the the hallway out there and just played with it and at that time they did an update where you could bank up to 30 i mm. believe is what it was maybe that's they did what some it was, update but mm. Yeah, and so I remember that. That was that was a lot of fun. Right. And then I remember doing it like a year later and we barely got anything. Mm. And it was just like, okay, well, I guess that's over. <laughs> it's a shame. I'd love it if that was in the Switch, to be honest. Uh, Dennis, did you ever get a chance to take advantage of that Street Pass stuff? Uh, yeah, so like uh, two years ago, um, whenever I went to school, I would like always take my 3DS something to do during like free time. Um, and I'd pass by a ton of people and I'd get about like six or seven people per day uh, just out of people that were bringing 3DSs. Wow. So, yeah. I love it. Yeah, that, that's a decent rate to play the games that they had on there for sure. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, since we are talking about it, there is some Street Pass functionality in this game. Probably not going to be able to actually take advantage of it uh, at this time. No, no, absolutely so, not. No, I, um, but I, I did bump into the guy in Kakariko Village and said, oh, would you like me to tell you about Street Pass? And I was like, no, don't rub it in, to be honest. Don't. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Shut up. You're going to make me cry. Yeah. Keep your opinions to yourself. Salt in the wound. Old man. <laughs> Uh, but I believe what it was is you could save a version of your character that would then fight other people that you would street pass. And if you beat them, you got rewards for it. I believe it's, I believe that's how it worked. Wow. Uh, yeah. So we'll, we'll just have to imagine that dream, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Just imagine oh. that, I guess. Oh, that was great. Um, as we go and explore, uh, one of the things that happens is we, we get stopped a few times with a little cutscene of a witch flying by. Yeah. Uh, very reminiscent of Maple in the uh, Oracle games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was there were those scenes where yeah. she would she would stop you and you'd bump into her and collect stuff. Um, fortunately, this time she is immediately helping us. Yeah. Uh, and th- this is Irene, not not Maple. I immediately wanted to say Maple with yeah. it, but um, I think Maple might be her grandmother. The witch, possibly. Why not? If they, why not? Why, why not? not? It's a Zelda game. It's on the, it's on the timeline. The so it's. <laughs> no, we can't. <laughs> we can't. <laughs> we can't. Uh, what she does for us is she says she's been having a ba- bunch of bad luck. She went and talked to the fortune teller. Fortune teller to, told her that she needs to help out someone green. She sees us. She says, you know what? I'm going to take this as a sign. Here's a magic bell. You can summon me whenever, and I will take you to any of your save points. Brilliant. That's great. Fast travel, Perfect. immediate. It's so nice it's so good. to have fast travel. Yeah. I mean, I think I'd said this in the first or second episode. Like, this game does so much streamlining just to go, no, we just want you to have the most fun, like, as much mm-hmm. as possible. Like, we don't want to mm-hmm. just waste your time. Yeah. And it's, yeah, like, again, like, straight away, just like, yeah, you want to go anywhere? Well, here's how you can go anywhere just a bit quicker. Thanks. Right. Um, and, you know, with, with our abilities, you can go around, you can collect some heart pieces. I think I actually was able to, in this in this part, put together two more hearts mm. with everything. Um, I went and dropped in the hole over in Kakariko using the, the Kuko, as you talked about before. Yep. Uh, there's also, uh, if we talk to, uh, I can't remember, the, there's a miner, uh, like an ore miner, 
uh, up in, up no, in right. one area that if you go and talk to him, not he child. gives you a bracelet. No, not a, not a child. There's a, there are children in this. <laughs> Don't talk to the uh, minors. But that's not. Yes, the, um, <laughs> not mean, that type of minor. We're we're a minor in this. We're a child, right? Yeah. We are a child. Yeah. yeah. Um, but if you go and talk to him, he will give you a bracelet, and that bracelet lets you pick up little rocks. Yep. So that opens up our ability to go around quite a bit more as well. I immediately kept trying to pull on the big rocks because I was like, come on, I know, come on, I know. Let's, just, let's just do this. Just let me do it. I went straight down south of uh, Kakariko Village and did those two mini games. The uh, the Cuckoo Avoidance game mm-hmm. gets your heart piece if, I did you, that one. if you beat all three, three or four difficulties. And then the Rupee Rush, which is a really fun little mini game, actually. I, don't, I wasn't... I need to do it again because last time I checked, it wasn't ready. So it must uh, be ready. Yeah. So you can then go and do some it. some point now. And uh, the way it works is you get uh, let out into a little bit of field and it says like collect as many rupees as you can within 30 seconds. And there's like rocks to smash. There's things to blow up. There's grass to cut, all of this sort of stuff. And you just got to get as many rupees as you can within 30 seconds. The twist is you don't have a timer. So you don't know how long you're there. So you basically need to get back to her within 30 seconds or you don't get to keep any of your rupees. Um, and you obviously want to get as many as you can and uh, cut it as fine as you can. Uh, and it, yeah, so it's quite tense. It's um, and yeah, after it took me about three or four goes before I was like, okay, I've got a handle on yeah the amount of things I could sort of do within thirty seconds and get back. And uh, I nailed it with like 0.5 of a second left. Um, and if you get back within like a, a small enough window, then she multiplies the rupees that you get. And uh, and that yeah, there's a there's a heart piece there. To, if you get if you get enough so yeah it's great it's, it's really fun it's just yeah it's just a nice little twist well, it's also a mini game developed before we could go hey siri set an alarm for 30 seconds didn't even think of that <laughs> yeah. and, didn't even think then, of that yeah just yeah. <laughs> that's a very good point uh, yeah we didn't we didn't not everybody just had the ability to just bring a stopwatch up at any yeah, time 10 years yeah. ago that's a good point. That's a very good point. Oh, those simpler times. Those yeah. simpler times. I just set one of my sand timers going, um, oh, right. and then just, just, yeah, just kept track of how many rupees I got on my abacus. You old man. <laughs> um, Dennis, was there anything you did uh, exploring wise before we uh, headed up to go see our Zora friends that you can recall? Um. I did the the cuckoo dodging game. Um, I got really mad on the third one because that one was really wacky. Yeah, it's tough. It's because tough. it has a lot of like depth perception with it because it has like the ones flying above too, mm-hmm. and so that one that one was hard. Um, I actually finally finished that one last mm-hmm. night. It was really close because it ended like when I was like three pixels away from touching a cuckoo. And I would have run into it if the timer hadn't finished right there. It was it was crazy how close it was, and it was a pain. Right. One of the guides that I saw that was talking about it said something along the lines of, "This is a good way to farm rupees." And I'm no, just like, not. "No, it's not. No, it's that's not." What you're talking that's about. Awful. That's horrible. Yeah, yeah, dreadful. I'm never going back there. If you if you beat all three difficulties and you get the heart piece, it then unlocks an endless mode, and I'm like. You'd have to be some sort of masochist Ooh. to try and top a leaderboard in that. It's horrible. Dreadful way to spend no, your time. I'd, I'll probably just do that rupee rush. 
I'll probably just go and yeah. do that. Set, set a little yeah. timer, stopwatch yeah. on my on my thing for 30 seconds and rinse and repeat. Oh, you crook. <sighs> Whatever. Whatever. Man. <laughs> Real men use sand. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> uh, so as we go and explore, we do eventually come across a, a Zora. Now, in this version, Zoras, one, they're green. So that's different than maybe what you've been used to if you haven't played. Say you haven't played A Link to the Past in a long time or at all. The the Zoras were green monsters, really. We, If you go into the Ocarina games and forward, Zora are more humanoid and they're blue and they're friendly. Uh, these ones are just monsters that are protecting their land and will kill anything that doesn't belong there. <laughs> But uh, we find one who doesn't know how to swim and is just trying to figure out what to do. I reckon it's Tingle in a Zora suit. (laughs) It's the Tingle of Zoras, yes. (laughs) Um, But there's a wall, a a naked wall by us, so we can stick ourselves to it, go across, and he, he just compliments us. He just says, like, that's one heck of an ability you got there, and then you just go on your way. Yeah, big thumbs up. I would have... Right. I was expecting him to be just like, hey, how did you do that? And like getting angry with me or something like that. But no, he was very positive and I enjoyed that. It's, yeah. It's always nice to have a bit of positive reinforcement. Just be kind, people. Be kind. Right. Zoras. Be kind and real men use sand. Yeah. So uh, those are the mottos of Chat of the Wild. Yeah. Uh, as we uh, we keep going forward, we eventually find a little cave behind a waterfall. And this is basically Zora's domain here, a much a much more compact version of it. The one room version. Uh, <laughs> the one, the single room. Yeah. Uh, although, like, I mean, yeah, the Zora's domain has always been kind of open concept anyway. That's a very good point, actually. Um, yeah. yeah. It's just yeah. one giant cave. <laughs> and we see that they, they have some problems going on. Their queen... As far as we know, this is what their queen looks like, but they are getting upset that she's getting bigger and bigger. And that is because their smooth gym has been stolen. Yeah. You th- you think maybe it was that guy that uh, left as we were coming in here and ran into us? Almost certainly. Almost- Chekhov's thief. Maybe. Uh, maybe. Shady guy is his name? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, if, if, if you don't want your child to grow up to be a thief and your surname is Guy, don't call him Shady. <laughs> you know yeah so we're told that they're missing the smooth gym that they need and you know we're just sort of sent on a mission no hand holding right they just say that guy took it he went off somewhere so maybe it isn't as obvious for some people but you can wander around for a while uh i i don't know if i mean you 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 could have gotten here without running into that guy in kakariko before right so this may be yeah. the first time that you've actually seen this character. You may not know where he's from or anything like that. So you could just be left wandering. Now they do give you the fortune teller at any time. You can go to her, you can pay her money and she'll give you hints. So you, there's still always that to fall back on. But uh, did either of you have any trouble like sort of piecing these things together and where you needed to go next? I mean, Dennis, I know you said you played this so many times. You probably know the the sequence breaking uh, that can be done in this anyway. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's, it was fairly. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I probably remembered it as well, even though I only played the game once literally 10 years ago. Um, but it was just it just I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just 
it just felt very Zeldery. Just to be like, oh, yeah, okay, follow him. Okay, yeah, there we go. Nice. Um, I am seeing here, did either of you collect the other item that he's holding? Uh, yeah. Jonathan, I'm guessing I you did. didn't. Yeah, uh, I just can't remember what it was. I didn't. Oh yes, I did, yes, because I did. I'm reading it here. Yes, uh, so yeah, we yeah. might as well bring it up again. It was it was a, it was a moment I remembered being like, oh, oh, I remember. I, like at first, I thought uh, I had to get the smooth gem by sneaking up on him um, by merging mm, into a okay. wall, getting behind him and leaping out at him. That was how I got the smooth gem back. Uh, but it's not because that's how you get the Pegasus boots. <laughs> and then I was like, well, where the hell's the smooth gem? Uh, and then realized, <laughs> yeah, realized he'd flogged it to the merchant. And um, yeah, fortunately, I was flush with my rewards from rupee Russian cuckoo avoidance to uh, to just nab that for a cheap 200, 200. Yeah, there you go. Uh, but yeah, I haven't gotten the Pegasus boots, Man. so I need to go do that now. Yeah. I wasn't thinking about it, but as I'm reading through our, our guide compliments of ZeldaDungeon.net, uh, they bring it up in here and I was like, that's where you get them. Mm. There are a lot of things where I'm like, when do I get the Pegasus boots? Well, yeah, but things like the Pegasus boots and the power glove are like really like key items. And like you said, there's no handholding to go, you might want to mm-hmm. go and get this. You might want to go and get that. And, you know, but you will reach a point where you're like, well, I, I do need those. And I know from playing Zelda games that those are items that will exist, but where the hell are they, you know? Uh, but it's, mm-hmm. it's it does yeah. require some, you know, some exploration and, um, and just... Yeah, just experimentation. But it makes it feel natural, which yeah. is great, right? There's there's so many different ways that they do it where it's not hard, but you just have to like play around a little bit and then you'll find something. So um, we uh, go and bring this smooth gym back and we see the Zora Queen transforms back into her, her natural form and she gives us the flippers. So now we can swim. Uh, as I said earlier, we do have a, a dungeon that was surrounded by water, so we can access that now. I spent a bunch of time just swimming places now, though, because I was able to get a, uh, like two more bottles uh, using the flippers, finding them uh, off on little little areas. So that's nice. I'm I'm fully loaded up on on uh, fairies right now. Excellent. So one of them has a one of them has a message in it that. I need to take some premium milk to someone up mm. in the, the mountains. I found so, that one. Yeah, mm. I'll have to. I'll have to figure that out later. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I I didn't go straight to the dungeon. I I went straight back to Ravio. Yeah. Because it's then that it opens. Yeah. I basically went to Ravio and hired, rented all of the items. And uh, it's a, it's a it's brilliant. Go ahead. Like you've got because. It's just I just love how quickly it just equips you with things like power glove, Pegasus boots, Zora flippers, uh, all the items. Go and have fun. You know, it, it's exactly yeah. what Breath of the Wild does. You know, it's the Great Plateau, and then you're just like, there you go, and it's so great. It's so great because you just want to explore and just have fun, and you know, especially yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll come on to something I I did um, next, which was the. Uh, uh, went and met the mother Maya Mai. Right. Uh, I do. I do want to point out another great design choice that they make in here is after you help out the Zoros, when you go and leave, there is a purple sign, and they have purple signs in different places 
that don't disappear until you read them. So you'll see this sign pop up now that if that if you go up to it, it'll say, oh, uh, come check out my new store that's located here, just yeah. south of Iron Castle for some items. And so <laughs> it, it it is the hand-holding, but not in a way like, it's not in a forced way. It doesn't stop mm. you and make a cutscene happen where like a Ravio chimes in your ear using the bracelet that he gave you that he can talk to you. It's just natural. If you go up and look at the sign, it'll tell you this thing. And then that sign disappears. Like it only yeah. exists to help you trigger this next thing. Uh, but yes, because if we go back to our house, we can now get access to, if we rent them, we pay rupees, the ice rod, the fire rod, the hook shot, the wind rod, the boomerang, the hammer, and bombs. You could just buy all of those yep. right now. Well, rent yeah. all of those right now and get access to so many things. Um, the bombs in particular give us ac- access to a number of different caves that were blocked in. Yep, they were including all, a all number... marked on my map, ready to uh, ready to go and blow right. up immediately. Very satisfying. Yeah, very satisfying. All uh, there's also a special sort of puzzle dungeons that give you a reward of like a hundred rupees at the yeah. end. Each of them, mm-hmm. you go in there, they're kind of single room, but multi-layered with all different things moving like a clockwork sort of puzzle. And you get into there and there is a treasure hunter that is trying to figure it out. And after you get that and leave, that treasure hunter disappears too. So if you go back into that cave and you forget, the treasure hunter is not there, you already got the treasure. So really quick of not wasting your time that you can just go in that guy's not there. All right, I can leave this one and go. Also, when you brought up the pins, just a tiny little thing. Mm. I love the animation of the pins. I don't <laughs> know if you paid attention to it. When you drop it, the pin does a tiny little animation of it sort of just sticking into there. Uh, and it's just it's Oh, just it is nice. nice. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I like that. It's very satisfying. Yeah. Nice. Oh, what a game. Now, we did bring up... Mother Mayamai. Yeah. Who listeners go to Mother Mayamai like as soon as you can, because that starts off a very large side quest of collecting a hundred of the of her little babies that are hidden throughout the whole land. And you're going to be coming across them. But if you don't trigger it now, you yeah. not, they're not going to be available yet. So reduce the amount of backtracking you'd need to do. Go to Mother Mayamai. She's just north of the House of Gales. There's a, a, a cave there with a, two little cute uh, eyes above, eyes it, above yeah. it. And, and there's like a sign in front of it, yeah, too. Yeah, it says, please don't blow it up. It says, like, don't blow it up. Yeah. Um, Something horrifying inside. And honestly, it's one of my favorite. It's, it's, it's possibly my favorite part of the game, actually. It's the thing that I, I remember fondly, like, the, the most uh, from this game is finding all the Maya Mai's. I love them. They're really cute. They're quite easy uh, to, it's it's easy to keep track of finding them because with a press of the button on your map, it shows you how many Mai Mai's are hidden in the region you're in. And that counts down as you find them. They emit a little chirping sound uh, when you're nearby and you might see them and go, oh, okay, yeah, I need to get into the, merge into the wall and pop out to ping it off a wall or I need to dive underwater and pick it up. Or you might not, see it and you have to play around a little bit like use the pegasus boots to run into a tree and it will bounce out of it and and things like that and if you can run into a tree if you can run into a tree <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 uh and um 
it's just it's just lovely. It's I love collect I love collecting things, and uh, it makes it nice and straightforward. It doesn't it doesn't make it annoying. In fact, it's the opposite. It makes it really really fun, and um, it's very simple. But it it's just something else to do, isn't it? It's lovely. It's like finding find it's it's finding the Korok seeds, isn't it? Very similar. Yes, absolutely. But the rewards for uh, Mother Mai Mai is, is much better than the rewards for the Korok seeds. Uh, yeah, I can't even I can't even remember what I get as a reward for finding them. I found quite a lot already. I should probably go back and and check in. She says you can't do it until it's an item that you personally own. Mm-hmm. So. What? Until we get the ability to actually buy these ah. items off of Ravio, we cannot take advantage of these upgrades. But oh, oh does she like upgrade? Does she upgrade the, like your items for? We'll we'll get to it. No, we'll, we'll get to no, it. That's, that's a future thing. That's a future thing. Okay. Okay. Um, that's exciting. Let's go. Let's go ahead and take a quick break. When we get back, we'll do a little bit more exploring. But then we're going to go ahead and go into the House of Gales. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. All right, we are back. Again, like I said, we can explore a lot more. There's a lot of caves to find in here. Another funny thing that I found, did you find the the runaway merchant? Oh, did yes, you, I did. Did you find yeah. this str- strange man? No. Um, one of the caves, well, so it's not a cave. Uh, it's, it's one of the naked walls that clearly have like two bushes uh, with a gap between them. You can tell there's something there. Go and hit your sword against it. It'll make a clang noise. Uh, Another good thing they do on this, they don't give you two different clang noises like old Zelda games where you had to know that that clang was a different one. If you slash a wall and there's nothing there, your sword just goes through it. Because it's just like, why not? Doesn't matter. I didn't even know that. That's right. Yes, but if it hits something, mm. then that tells you that that's a bombable space. That's so funny, because I so went up to that wall fun. and hit it with my sword, and it went clang, and I was like, yeah, that sounds hollow. I didn't even know. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but if you talk to him, he tells us a story that you can you can... You have a number of different options as he's telling the story about how he spent all of his, his money uh, that him and his wife had oh. for an apple. And it was the most delicious apple he's ever had. He said worth every rupee. Yes. He doesn't regret it. He does not regret his decision. And he asked, like, can you blame me? And the whole time it was just like, that's only you, man. That's all you. I don't. I love the, again, I love love the sassy dialogue options that you get of Link just being like, what are you doing? It's like, wouldn't you do that? And like, no, only you. Only you would do that. Um, at the end of it, he does ask for one of the, what was the, there, there's two different types of fruit that we have here. There's like a foul fruit that makes enemies get away from you. And then there's the, what is it? There's like an escape. Yeah. It's like the one. boost fruit um, or the zoot suit. or <laughs> The zoot suit. Yeah. Uh, the zoot suit fruit. If, uh, if you eat that, Scoot you will fruit? automatically be teleported. Scoot fruit. There it is. Thank oh. you. We got there. Um, that will automatically take you out of a dungeon. I don't know. Okay. I was thinking about this earlier. 
I've been playing, completing two to three Zelda games every year for basically the last decade. So (laughs) I get into this game and they're just like, we've got this thing in case you need to escape the dungeon. I'm just like, why would I ever need to escape the dungeon? Mm. (laughs) When, when Ravio is just like, well, if you die, we're going to take this. And I'm like, I'm not going to die, dude. (laughs) Like, it's not going to (laughs) happen. Like, yeah, I'm going to take everything right now. I'm going to hold on to it forever. Uh, I have three fairies on me right now. Like, Uh, yeah, I'm not going to die. (laughs) It is worth saying at this point that um, I don't think we've mentioned that mechanic of renting the items from Ravio. Uh, You you rent them for like anywhere between 50 and 200 rupees and you can keep them uh, until you die. If you die, he takes them all back. But like Jeremy said, if you don't die, which you will not die, unless you're playing it on hero mode, like uh, like Dennis is. Mm. Um, you are running a serious risk because you do need to invest probably a little bit wiser or save more often. I just want to say I died so many times okay. in the dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> do you lose that key item in the dungeon? Uh, yeah, so what happens is when you die, uh, you die, and it drops all the items you have on the ground in front of you on, like, this black screen. Pathetic. And then Ravio's bird just comes and grabs them all, and it's like, hey, if you want these back, uh, you can come back and buy them, but but they're mine, so I'm going to take them back. And then you have a choice to tell uh, to start back at the beginning of the dungeon or to start back at your house. Oh, okay. So you can just, like, go back and buy those real quick. Okay, but if you start back at the dungeon, you don't, you don't have, have that item. You don't have wow. it. Wow. That's, That's harsh. It is. Okay. It is. That's, yeah. That was in the contract. Should should have read the fine print. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Got it. <laughs> That's not, <laughs> it's not fun. <laughs> no, like, yeah, Jonathan and I are going to just be like, oh, this game is so simple. Yeah. And Dennis is just like screaming at his game, just but like, it, not again. again. It was one of the reasons why I did so much exploration because I was like, right, I just want to get as many heart pieces as I can just mm-hmm. to eliminate that cost, you know, because there was one, uh, uh, like, I, I, I explored up and down and we'll, we'll get up, down, get on to up in a bit. Uh, <laughs> but um, there there was, I, I bumped into a Lionel in, on Death Mountain, which... Um, basically just went breathe fire on me and my life just went and i was like i managed to get off like get out with like one and a half hearts remaining Mm -hmm. um but i was like there's danger oh there's danger yes uh we'll we'll talk more about them in the next episode but uh let's go into this house of gales so we have the tornado rod and with its ability we can shoot ourselves straight up in the air. We just get a massive vertical leap. When I when I first used this, I was I was just like, "This is what's the point of this?" Now we can see with it there are a number of different tiles on the ground, mm. like outside of the house, and then also in a couple other different locations. That when you go and do that, like there's some mimes hidden underneath mm. it that you use that to bring all these tiles up, uh, and sometimes there's rupees and things like that. So there was that, but I still didn't quite understand. I was like, what's, what is the point of this? Now we do see as we go that we'll have some fans blowing us in different directions. And then we also have moving platforms that that one, that one took me a minute for it to connect in my brain Yeah. of like, right. If I time it right, I'll shoot myself up and then land as it's coming on the, on the side there. 
it's it's brilliant like again it's teaching you an entirely different way of thinking because there was never that sort of um verticality in certainly not the 2d zelda games you know at all um yeah and uh, again it's something that's been prompted by the the 3d-ness of the 3ds um and i think they were very keen to introduce that because it looks fantastic in stereoscopic 3d it really works mm-hmm. you know and uh, and again it's just a really really cool new uh mechanic that you need to weave into you know that little checklist you go through in your brain when you're like i don't know how to go and you're like right okay can i bomb this can i hit this can i is there a switch can i merge in the wall can i jump up and do something it's just like it's brilliant i wonder because with a link to the past layering was a big feature of that game the Mm. fact that you could do layering with the super nintendo was a big deal and a link to the past took advantage of that. Now that I'm thinking about it, I wish they had done, if you remember, again, looking back at the library of the 3DS, they had a line of 3D classics yeah. where they took old school games and they gave them depth. Most of the games weren't really anything to talk about outside of like, oh, you turn the 3D on and Urban Champion suddenly looks really <laughs> interesting. And it's, yeah. I'll actually maybe play it for more than five minutes this time. Yeah. No, I won't. Um, but this game in particular, or well, A Link to the Past, would have been amazing have been. if they did the 3D classic treatment for that there. But I don't believe they did. I don't think they did. I, I don't think they ended I would up have doing any SNES games, did they? It was just the NES games. I mean, I, I think I, I, there was some of the... Yeah. I, I did. I played Kirby's Adventure in 3D, and, and obviously I know mm-hmm. the M2 did uh, like um, Streets of Rage and Sonic and stuff like that. Um, well, they were great, but yeah shame i mean i think everything should have stereoscopic 3d so dennis uh how this dungeon i mean it was probably a cakewalk for you as well like so far i had made a comment before about the last dungeon it was really easy to do this one outside of like maybe wrapping my head around the the making myself move from level to level and how to do that there wasn't a lot else to it that really struck me as interesting what about you so this dungeon, it did have a couple of really interesting things with like, for instance, there's that one like platform that has the rolling um, like spike rod that you have to use it to get over. And I remember that the first time I played, it took me forever to learn like, oh, I should use the tornado rod to go over that. But like, I find that like really interesting just because like, it's another thing of just you using items in a way like you didn't think of before like it makes sense looking back on it but like back in my like eight-year-old mind self i i was very confused (laughs) i think it's it's reasonable because it's again it's like you don't you don't have that you've never had that as an option of solving a puzzle in a zelda game before you know yeah yeah i do wonder so we did already have the bow could we we could get through this whole dungeon with just the tornado rod right yes tornado rod is all you need like technically we could just do that in a sword no yeah each each dungeon in the game is built to only need the one item that like is built towards it okay yeah i wonder is there uh do you follow enough of the speed runs is there one of like saving as many rupees as possible low rupee run there's gotta be i mean there probably is there's 
definitely a low percent run for it and so that that probably would fall under that and they'd probably get like no rupees at all in that one like they'd get like the bare minimum for the uh for the items and that's it only rent just get what you need from it and that's it yeah if they don't have that as an as a option for a speed run that needs to be one of keeping keeping count of how many rupees you spent and making it as low as possible um we are also introduced now if you did some of the i believe some of the little cave challenges that i mentioned earlier you may have had to mix up your sticking to the wall with walking onto a plat a moving platform on the side yeah in order to you know use this moving platform that in like jonathan jonathan said in the past was sort of a 2d sort of thing that you would just go onto that and it would move left right up down in this one, we can't even get onto the platform because it's just too big for us, but we can stick ourselves to the side, go along one side of it, ride it along, and then move ourselves or, or even wrap ourselves around to pop out on the other end. Yeah. It's just so cool. It's so cool. Like, I remember having that this sort of distinct feeling of just being like, I can't believe I've never looked at the walls of a dungeon in a Zelda game before. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when now yeah. all I'm doing is being like, I'm just tracing the lines of walls as I'm going. I'm like, right, where does that go? Okay, that's on this level. Okay, there's a roadblock there. I can't get past that. And it's just like the most inane aspect of any <laughs> 2D Zelda game all of a sudden becomes the most important thing. It's it's mm-hmm. it's just extraordinary. It's so clever. Sometimes you need to keep an eye. Now they do uh, at some point... Someone tells you to like look around with the D-pad. Oh yeah! You press the D-pad, the camera will move a little bit around. You sometimes need to see if you know there's a platform on one corner of this this room here, but in order to reach it, you need to be on the opposite corner and you need to ride along the wall there to get all the way to it. That's going to you know use up nearly all of your Ravio points as you get over to there. So just another way to be thinking differently yeah. about this game. It's interesting. Yeah. Um, we do have a mini boss here, but it's just a group of fire bubbles and we can use the rod to use the wind to, you know, put out their flames around them and then we can hit them with our sword. Pretty simple stuff. Um, I, I, again, beginning dungeons, all that. I am hoping, I am hoping it gets a little bit harder. Uh, this dungeon altogether maybe took me 20 minutes, like entering to getting all the way to the boss. So, as I said before, like I wanted to do the hero mode. I wanted more challenge because I know how simple some of these games can be. I died five <laughs> times in that room. That's uh, that's, okay. that's that's too many times. I'll be honest. Okay. Yep. Yeah. That room was so painful. Uh, how many? Do you know how many hearts you had at that time? Were you? Because I think I had seven. Yeah, I had seven. I was at four. Okay. For that one. You need to do explore more. Yeah. I do. I do. I, I, the main thing I remember about this game is like the main, like how to go to and where to go. And then I'm like, oh, wait, I should probably go get hearts. Like after I finish the dungeons. So, uh, yeah, I honestly say because they pack so many little hidden things in this game, spend an hour just going around and exploring and just if something yeah. looks like you can't get to it put a pin in it literally put a pin in that and come back to it later but uh yeah especially for you if you're sitting with just that many because i think yeah at this time i had seven hearts so 
I've maybe you know even then I know you take damage really quick on there, but yeah, I can I can yeah. imagine only having four that that lets you see the game over screen pretty quickly. Uh, so yeah, we we keep going through here. This does have uh, as part of the dungeon these fans that we activate, and that's how we reach the next levels on here. I want to say there's three fans altogether that we're activating as we make our way to the top. We get ourselves a big key. Um, at some point, we do get kicked outside, and I've I thought I soft locked the game. I thought <laughs> I did something I shouldn't have. I did too. I forgot about it. And I was, I, what is going on? I can't find it. Where is it? Where's the key? Yes. Because we, you get a key and then this has been, I believe I'm pretty sure you could do it in the original Zelda. I know you could do it in Link's awakening. You can use keys in the wrong order and lock the game. Uh, that has been a thing. Now that's also something that they have they had fixed in, like I believe the deluxe version of Link's Awakening fixed that, and it's also something they keep in mind going forward. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I do remember soft locking my Link's Awakening, and so that is something that stuck with me for a while of just being like, I have to make sure I use this key on the right one here, and uh, this one here, I thought the same thing. I was just like, there's a locked door. There's no key to be seen. Where am I supposed to go? You piece that. This was, I believe where I finally pieced it together that I used the tornado rod to elevate myself above a moving platform. That's going left and right. I think that was the thing that told me, right. This is what, this is what you needed to do. But yeah, it was, it was a traumatic moment of like, Oh no. I mean, I'd only put a couple hours into the game, so I would only have to reset for a couple hours. But still, I got to reset a few hours now and then hopefully not do this thing again. <laughs> but fortunately, we stuck ourselves to the wall. We wrapped around the side. There is a treasure chest hanging off of this, the the House of Gales. And there's your key. That's brilliant. Again, it just cements that think differently. It's like it sets the right. tone, you know, for the rest of the game. This is this is how you do a dungeon now. It's, I love it. I love it. Anything else to talk about in this dungeon before we get to the boss? I don't even think there's a fairy room. Did you guys find a fairy room? No, I was room? looking for one no, after no, I found no. one in no. in the Eastern Palace. Um, but yeah, I didn't didn't see one. So maybe there isn't one in every single dungeon. Mm. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe. So we have the big key. We get to the big door. We open it up. And we are greeted by Margo Mill is this this boss's name. This thing is grotesque. <laughs> this thing looks to me like a creature from Hellraiser. <laughs> it, it, it looks like part organic, part metallic with an eyeball sitting at the top. It is has steam coming out of its orifices all around it because that's what they looked like. Like, I mean, this thing looks disgusting. Um, but as a boss battle, it was, it was pretty fun. It's very cool. It was a good yeah, boss I like battle. it a lot. I like it. Yeah. Really. It really rewards you for, um, for mastering that the way that you use the tornado rod to like get up and then land on something. It's like, mm, right. Really rewarding. It's the so good. You, 
the way you would ascend uh, yeah, before we exactly. had ascend in Tears of the Kingdom. Exactly, yeah. yeah. But this one, I mean, it's it's a straightforward boss. Like, I mean, it's sh- you know, from the beginning, it shows you its weak point. Big eyeball sitting in the middle. You bounce yourself on top of it as it's moving around. The second, third stage of it, it adds layers onto itself that you have mm. to slash at. Um, really cool using the 3D. Yeah. Good, good 3D effects on that thing for sure. Um, though I am getting... I have to be like, it has to be in the middle of the day when I use my 3D stuff because if it, if I am tired at all, yeah, I cannot do the 3D effects. <laughs> like if my eyes are not like laser focused on it, there's just a little bit of tiredness in there. This 3D effect is not working on me anymore. <laughs> um, so we go and beat them. We get the Pendant of Wisdom which I did like its little thing that it said when you got it. You got the pendant of wisdom. Keep your mind sharp. It's good. It's good. I like the fact that you don't like, uh, yeah, again, just how much they shake things up. You know, it's not a, um, you don't get an item in the dungeon. You know, you don't get a big thing. It's just, it, it, you just simply beat the dungeon. That's it. You know, um, yeah. the, the, the journey is its own reward. Um, yeah, I mean, most, <laughs> most, most Zelda games, I would say that is, is the case. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. But I mean, you don't, yeah. you don't get, you don't, you know, you, you, get, you get a heart container, but you don't get an item. You don't get anything massively special in the dungeons, you know? No, but we will see, like, once we do that, I believe there's a few more characters that are going to show up in the world. Yeah. And interacting with them will change some things for us. So they're they're doing more behind the scenes. They just sort of flipped it where rather than gatekeeping with items, they give us a bunch of items, not all the items. There's a, there's a few that we still can't get right now, um, but they they do that and instead make the world feel a little more living. You can go and meet characters later and they'll say different things this time, which is which is good, too very few Zelda games did anything like that previously. Yeah. Typically you meet, this is the Cuckoo girl. She will always be the Cuckoo mm-hmm. girl. And all she cares about is, did you find her Cuckoo's? Okay, great. She's thank She thanks you for it. That's the only thing she exists for, but let's go ahead and wrap this episode up in our next episode. We are going to head up to the tower of Hera, which is also marked on your map. Go up to death mountain um, and do some exploring because you're going to want some heart containers. Oh, yeah. You're definitely going to want those with some of the creatures we're going to find up there. Go do all that, and we'll be back here and talk about it on Chat of the Wild. Tornado Rod. I um, uh, an ex girlfriend I had who I was going out with um, at the time when uh, Link Between Worlds came out. Her mum was called Gail, and I was going to uh, say, was her name Gail? Her name was Gail. <laughs> yes, and I I was not allowed to go to their house um, because her dad hated me for literally no reason. Um, and because uh, you were the daughter's boyfriend, yeah, basically, <laughs> that's yeah. yeah, and that's all um, yeah, he banned me from going to the house, and uh, yeah, so so I I, um, I enjoyed going actually going into the house of Gales.
Obviously, I went in there all the time. <laughs> just, 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 uh, I could just see you just be, just playing through this game, just being like, I'm just going to stay in this room. Yeah. I'm just going to stay yeah. in this room to prove a point. Yeah. Cute, Bob. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's going to have to go at the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> 